This is the 1984 Fly Die Podcast, and this time it's going to be a really, 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 really special episode, because I have here a, a brother, a true hustler of the word, but a hustler in the spiritual realm. You probably be saying, what the hell is that? I'm going to break it down to you momentarily. His name is Big Mala. Now, on Facebook, I had this big call out. I said, hey, if you know a yogi, a yoga instructor, send them my way, and people did that. People had, had their friends. People that I knew, hey, check me out, check me out. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. But then this cat came on. He said, yo, there's nobody out here doing it like I'm doing it. I said, okay, cool, let me check this out. Go to his profile. Saw all the places that he's been an instructor at. And I just said, God day. I said, how is this possible? I mean, he's truly a hustler. But not only is he a hustler, but he has an understanding of yoga and the benefits of what it can do for your life. Because I'm sure it's done great things for him. So let's not keep going on with the talk. Let's get down to it. Big Mala, how you doing today? Namaste, you know what I mean? We good. We good. It's all good. It's all good. Fantastic. So the question I want to know off the top is how do you do it? I mean, by the grace, by the by the by the the the, the spirit of devotion and, and my dedication to the yoga, you know, in the streets they say you gotta be true to the game and it pays off. And that's that's really been my experience. You know, it's 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 when you find something that you could really give your all into, it adds another level to just living. You know what I'm saying? Like you really can can start accessing places of of perseverance and resilience that it's kind of hard to do when you just, you know, shucking and jiving and not really into what you're doing, just trying to get a check or just trying to get some fame or something like that. Like once I realized what the yoga really was and I recognized this impact in my life, I was I was all in from the gate, from, from jump. I was all in. And then being all in, I mean, like you said, I am a hustler. You know, I came from that. Like directly as I was transitioning into my yoga, I was transitioning out of the streets and and being able to 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 serve people a product that's good for them all from all angles. You know, we we was taught that any yoga is better than no yoga. And so if I could just give people just a, a something to raise their eyebrows at or, you know, something that that's going to help them in any way, then I'm going to do that if all possible. And and that turned into like, uh, uh, I got momentum with it, you know. As once I got, I started teaching and I started being effective and I start, you know, recognizing the skills that it takes to be a, a quality yoga teacher. 
and I start recognizing quality yoga from, you know, that watered down cut stuff, it's it's it really you know, it really it really allowed me to, to embrace that aspect of the hustle and the grind, but you know, for the awareness, health and wellness. First let's talk about the transition. Because mm-hmm. I read that you started um getting into yoga around twenty fourteen. No doubt. So what was your life like before then? <laughs> I mean, keep it a bean. I mean, I had just so I was I was down south. You know what I'm saying? I was in jail for like a little while, not long, but you know I got out and then I I you know floundered down there a little bit, and then I came back up here to try to line everything back up and try to you know see what my next move was going to be, and you know I got hurt. Like my foot kind of just started messing up. And long story short, the yoga helped me in two weeks. No doctors, no pills, no nothing. And I did this sun salute for two weeks. And then I had to, you know, I got bit by the yoga bug. Like, I seen the yoga go, so I had to see what was up. Because I know I was hit. And I ain't never been hit like that. I ain't never broke a bone. So it was never, like, debilitating. But once I I, I got into the yoga, it was like I was still kind of, you know, like, like dabbling for lack of a better word, but it was like, it got to a point where it's like, who do you want to be? I always said, you know, when I turned 30, I was probably going, ain't no probably, I was going to be into whatever I was into, and that's what it was going to be, and it was like, I found yoga when I was 28, and then 29, I got certified and started teaching, like, right before I got certified, and then I got certified again, and you know, and I had my baby, and it was like, so by the time I turned, yeah, 28, I was I was still in the mix, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing and trying to figure out a way. But by the time I turned 30, I was teaching all around the city, and I had a baby. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, this is who I am. And, and it's, it's even through the difficulties and, and transition, and it's like, you know, you really got to accept who you are at a certain point, and you got to rock out like that, or you frauding. And if you fraud, you're going to pay for it. And I'm like, I never want, I don't never want to pay that price. Right. Wow. So, in what aspects do you think that yoga has changed your life for the better? Really, the, 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 the number one word I can answer that with is awareness. You know what I'm saying? Because once you, you get that awareness, awareness breeds understanding and a more efficient perspective you know what i'm saying like you can wrap your head around stuff that you might not have necessarily been able to wrap your head around like i'm a real extreme kind of intense kind of dude so stuff will happen and i'll have a a strong emotional response but that emotional response might not come from a place of logic you know and in the streets is life or death and you know freedom or incarceration so it's like those decisions got to be made in a more in a more acute way but with the yoga as I saw it transforming my life, like my first, you know, they say yoga is a room with many doors and it's not about the, the door that you go in, it's about getting into the room. And so I came through the room of injury. And so I saw how, you know, I was hit before I did the yoga and then I did the yoga and I was cool. So that was a fact in my life that I couldn't really get around, you know, and it was like, as the more yoga I did, the 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 brighter I shine, like not no ego, you know, your ego is the only enemy in yoga, you know, you, you don't get wrapped up in the ego, but it was like, I had never, you know, the only time I ever had a living wage legitimately was when I was illegal, 
You know, I ain't never had a check that I was busting that really, like, put me in position, like, oh, what do I feel like doing? You know what I'm saying? I didn't get that until I touched the streets. But then once I realized that, you know, you can't really, you know, you can't grow in survival mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you when you stressed out and always worrying about this and that and, and, and cash blowing down on you, the law and, you know, all this extra stuff, you're not able to develop and you're not able to grow and be- keep becoming the person that you're supposed to be. So, like, I was realizing that's where I was and I was so close to where I knew would be, like, essentially the point of no return. And and it, it really just... The yoga opened my, my, my eyes and so wait and let me say I was you know, I was blessed because of how I was brought into the game, into the yoga game. Like I started taking classes under this ball, Joseph Stukowski, and he is, you know, watching him teach is like like watching somebody pour syrup on pancakes. Like it's just so smooth. He do what he want and it just come out just it's just amazing. And also I was trained at the oldest yoga studio in Philadelphia, Yoga on Main. We just celebrated our, our 25th, an- 25th year anniversary. And, you know, they so dedicated to authentic, genuine, sincere yoga that that enthusiasm fed into the training that I received. So as I was, you know, doing my own little personal research and checking out the yoga game on my own, once I finally came to a place that could provide me that, that wealth of information and, and that structure to access and incorporate that information into my yogic understanding it it was it was like you know it was it was just like like peanut butter and jelly like it just went together and it's like and like you know fast rewinding back to the streets at the at the the pinnacle of my operations you know what i'm saying i was i was dealing with two ogs and my first, and they was both from Philly, but we was all out of town together, which is, it was, it was, I'm not going to get too deep in that, but it was wild. But, you know what I'm saying, my one OG, you know, rest his soul, he he was all about the life and the, the, the work. You know what I'm saying? He taught me that if you serve raw, the streets can't compete with you. You make your own lane. Like, if you, if you got a product that's just so dope, you know, you, you go ahead, you, you got all of the leverage. You know what I'm saying? But my other OG, he was about, you know, the 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 party and the bread. Mm-hmm. So he cutting everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like he getting his money. Mm-hmm. But you know, he we out of town, so it don't matter. But it, he taught me that, you know, you could put the little put the put the whip on it and you could, you know, double, triple, quadruple up. And you know that you're gonna get all of the attention because you moving that quick. You moving that that at that much volume. You moving more volume, even though you moving a less quality product. And so it's interesting because like as far as my resume goes, I I I mean first of all, you know, I stay true to the game. The reason I I am who I am in these yoga streets is cuz I keep it raw okay. all day every day. Straight yoga. I don't need no goats. I don't need no glow in the dark stuff. I don't need no I don't need nothing. You feel me? All I need I don't even need a mat. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care, man. I'm really out here in these yoga streets for whatever. Rain, shine, sleep, whatever. I'm out here. And I'm out here with, you know, this health, wellness, and awareness. I'm not out here to try to get, you know, I'm not trying to have, I'm not trying to set you up to take no pictures. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying, I'm not, this is not no exhibition. This is not no spectator sport. This is you tapping into yourself and getting to that place of inner awareness 
that you can make the best decision for yourself moving forward outside mm-hmm. on the outside you know what i'm saying and and you know to deal with life you got to throw some cut in the game you know what i'm saying like you people work jobs that they don't want because they want to provide a lifestyle for themselves you know what i'm saying they want to get to a certain job that they do want like you got to you know you got to take the 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 what you don't want with the what you want to get to where you trying to go you know what I'm saying? That's that's essential, and it don't matter what you're doing in life. You just gotta deal with that. Like whether it's a, it's a it's a boss that's in your way, or whether you know this company is trying to shice you out of this consultation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always some kind of, you know, mud in the water. That's how I call it. You know what I'm saying? You got you gotta deal with the mud in the water. Ain't never gonna get a clean drop. And so you just gotta recognize what you're trying to do in life. And that's why I say you know bring me back to the point like the awareness. Yoga gave me the understanding that at the end of the day, it really is under my control because it's nothing under my control. You know what I'm saying? Life won't be life whether I'm dead or not. And so it's like, what do I want to give, you know what I'm saying, like of my energy, you know what I'm saying? The universe created me, so what what do I think I'm here to do? And it's like, you to, to answer that question, you got to ask that question. You got to start from that place of awareness because awareness gives you perspective and once you got perspective then you can start dealing with efficiency because if you're not living efficiency if you're not living efficiently with efficiency you're wasting time you're wasting everybody's time you're wasting energy more important and it's like I, I just got to that place where it was like i can't you know what i'm saying i got a daughter i ain't i can't ain't no time to waste ain't it's not even about me no more mm-hmm. and so this whole legacy like when she looked back and you know what I'm saying? She look at all of the stuff that they got to say about her dad. They not about to say, oh, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He sold out to yoga to try to get that bread. Or, you know what I'm saying? He did this, that, and the third so he could, you know, get this, that, and the third. And it's like, no, I'm here for the yoga. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I could carry it like I carry it. That's why I could say, no. I could curse on this room. Yeah, I can right. say these niggas ain't fucking with me because I'm out here <laughs> fucking grinding like right. a motherfucker in these yoga streets. Right. All raw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need no no packaging i don't need no no i don't need no gimmicks i don't need none of that shit i don't give a fuck who shows up you know what i'm saying like no disrespect to any of my practitioners and you know what i'm saying you know homies of the yoga ronies or any brogies like look i love y'all but i don't give a fuck if y'all show up you know what i'm saying because i'm here for this yoga i'm here for the, the the essence of the culture you know what i'm saying like and that's really what and that's and that and that, and, and and when you when you righteous on that tip it's not no confusion, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not really confused about which way to move with this yoga, you know what I'm saying? I'm starting a kids workshop at the one of the most premier yoga studios in the area, and that starts in January. Right now, currently, I'm the the uh, featured teacher for the Black Yoga Teachers Alliance website. Like, if you go on the website, I'm right there. And it's like, I didn't get that because I had the most people in my class, or I got paid the most money for a class, or you know what I'm saying? I got the biggest advertising. Did I'm not about none of that shit. I'm about this yoga, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I deal with the kids because that's my demographic. You got to know your population. That's my population. And I'm easing my way into that being more of what I'm doing. But it's the yoga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's I'm dedicated. You mentioned the watered down stuff. The cut. The cut. The cut. Now... What is that within yoga, watered down yoga? All right, so if you look at 
what I'm saying? First of all, yoga is traditionally meant to be taught one-on-one. You see what I'm saying? If you got a shoulder issue, then I'm going to bring you some shoulder shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not only am I going to bring you some shoulder shit, we're going to deal with energetically what that means. Because, you know, the physical ailments and debilities are only manifestations of energetic imbalances. So you only hurt if your shit is out of balance. Because if your shit is lined up, then you're not hurt. That's just how it goes. And the thing about yoga over here in the westernized, you know what I'm saying, like the westernized yoga is, is you know, first of all, it's eight steps to yoga. The physical postures, all of the shit that we be seeing is only literally one-eighth. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 the, it's the yama, break it down, fuck it. It's the yamas, which is the shit you're supposed to do. The niyamas, the shit you're not supposed to do. The asana, which is the physical practices. The pranayama, which are the breathing techniques. The pratyahara, which is turning your senses inward. The dharana, which is the concentration. The dhyana, which is the meditation. And then samadhi, which is absorption. Now, the first two is not a physical thing. The only physical activities in yoga are three, four, and five, for real, for real. The physical postures, the breathing techniques, and you can call it a physical thing when you're sitting still trying to turn your senses inward. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really a physical thing. It's an energetic thing. So technically, the only physical things you're doing with your body are the asana, the physical postures, and the pranayama, the breathing techniques. Over here, you might get to the breathing techniques, but 95% of the shit is asana. And so that's exercise. Therapy, you know what I'm saying, therapeutic activity at its best. But it ain't yoga. It's one part of yoga. That's like saying if all you know how to do is subtract, then you know math. That's that's the difference. That's that's like the, the, the disparity. You know what I'm saying? That's how much you don't fucking know. If you think asana is, you know, yoga, you get on your mat and doing all this fucking pretzel shit, sticking your fucking ear all in your fucking whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that ain't yoga. That's that's yoga-based exercise at best. And so when I say you water down yoga, like they already take this little ass crumb of yoga and they cut that shit up and then put some like, you know what I'm saying, some 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 wine or some some goats or some some motherfucking whatever, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, to try. And the thing on me, let me speak on that for a second. When you look at like like body combat or like a step class or like spin class or like motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, ab, toner, whatever, with all these motherfucking exercise classes and shit. You don't never hear no goats. You don't never hear no wine. You don't never hear no fucking step class with a twist. You don't hear none of that shit because yoga brings you to that place of vulnerability, of inadequacy, of, of, damn, I'm not the shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, it don't matter. I don't give a fuck if you like Olympic gymnast John. You get into this yoga, you're going to get to a place where it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? And once you get to that place, you know, we we try to distract ourselves from that. That's why you want to go fucking paint. That's why you need a goat biting your ankles. That's why you need, you know what I'm saying, to be glowing in the dark and shit. That's why you need all this track music and niggas cursing at you and all this shit. Because you're trying to distract yourself from that place of vulnerability and inadequacy. In that place of weakness, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you hold your breath, you know what I'm saying? You close to dying. You closer to dying than when you reg- when you breathing regular. And so that place of of uncomfort and discomfort, that's where the growth happens. So it's like 
you if you sitting here doing yoga with some shit to distract you, then you drawn. You drawn, you you not really doing what you supposed to be doing. You faking the funk. You know what I'm saying? You frauding. Like essentially. And I know I got real purist perspectives on this shit, but I mean, I'm not apologizing for that shit. And it is what it is. Like, yo, if you out here doing all this yoga, but you doing it for the gram, or you doing it to try to look a certain way, or you doing this shit to try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you shelling yourself short. And that's how they push it out here. It's, too, it's bad enough that they already push it as some kind of, like, trust fund, Starbucks, Lululemon only type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they already pushing it to be exclusive. So it's like, not only is it exclusive, now it's, it's fucking commercialized. And now, once you got something exclusive and commercialized, how effective can it really be? So it's like, that's where I feel like I come in. You know what I'm saying? I'm here talking like, yoga's in Sanskrit. If the motherfucker can't talk Sanskrit, they ain't talking but so much real shit. Period. Like, and it's like, when you, when you know and you've been trained well, and that's another thing. Like, a lot of these programs is on some McDonald's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you catch a training in two weeks or, like, online or some shit like that. Like, it's on some, like, trendy, you know what I'm saying, like, new outfit type shit. And it's like, that's not what this is. That's not what we're doing. And so once you understand what we actually sit here doing when we try and get to this, this health and wellness and mindfulness, then, then it brings you to a place of seriousness or no. But if you can't get serious about, you know, your, your health and your awareness and your mindfulness and your, your, your relationship with yourself, if you need a fucking goat licking you in the ass to be comfortable, well, then you wasting your fucking time. I'm saying, I'm saying, so, like, I'm mad. I, get, I, I get mad visual sometimes. I'm like, oh no, man, shit, that's, that's weird, how I be. Look, man, I'm, I'm in down dog in a goddamn farm, and it's, I seen pictures. I got homies, I got peoples that have been to that shit, and they tell me, you know, it's cool. And I'm like, I'm not hating on it, but it's like I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm true to the game. It's like, that's like, that's like you getting on a basketball court and start kicking a fucking ball around. You niggas is drawn. You fucking drawn. You fucking drawn. Like, what are you doing? But shit, and I, and I can't even, like, I don't even really, I don't even turn up about this shit no more. Because I used to, like, early in my early in my journey, I used to walk around just teaching and just, just talking the yoga gospel to everybody. Fuck it. Whoever, if you listening to me, you're going to hear about this yoga at this point. Because I was just so deep in it. But now it's like, you know, if you're doing yoga, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. All yoga is better than no yoga. I mean, I'm fucked. My fault. Some yoga is better than no yoga. Any yoga is better than no yoga at all. But all yoga ain't yoga. I, and over here, most yoga ain't yoga. You know how you would see certain trends and exercises pop up, mm-hmm. right? Back when it was, uh, it was Tao Bo. Everybody mm-hmm. was Tao Bo and mm-hmm. I had double time. Here we go. Then, you know, you had... Um, the, the, the air ball, the light skin air ball. Yeah, yeah Sean, Sean like, T. Sean T. Yes. Shout out to Sean T. He out here. Like doing all that. <laughs> so then I saw the wave when yoga started to become popular, right? Mm-hmm. And I started to see the kinds of people who were doing it all look the same, mm-hmm. right? Then it got to a point that once I saw yoga on TV, mm-hmm. you always had the yoga instructors, like he was like some toned ball guy walking around talking lightly. Yes, downward mm-hmm. dog, mm-hmm. this and that. But it was always about, like you said, the poses, the look of it, but you know, I never heard anyone say in a movie who was like playing a yoga instructor mention breathing or mention anything like that. It was always the poses. If I go on Instagram right now, I put in hashtag yoga. 
I bet you I'm gonna see somebody with their foot around their neck. It's just like, this is yoga. Mm -hmm. But it's just, but for me, but the reason why I have you here for this interview is just for me as someone who, who doesn't know that much about yoga, mm -hmm. it's like I don't wanna go by what I'm seeing mm -hmm. and like in, in the media or, cause it's, because like you said, there's two sides to this. There's what's being put out there versus what's versus on your words the raw. It's the cut and the raw. It's the cut any, and the raw. Yeah. Any game, whatever you want to look at, it's the cut and the raw. I don't care if you a lawyer. I don't care if you McDonald's. I don't care if you, you know what I'm saying you out here collecting cans. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you could either deal with it from the perspective of the cut, whereas you know what I'm saying you put some extra shit in the mix to make a couple more dollars or get a couple more sales, or you could just deal with the raw, and 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 learn the game. And that's, that's like really what separated me from, you know, a lot of my peers. Like it's interesting because a lot of people, I ain't gonna say a lot of people, man, fuck it, full disclosure. Sweet. Black people on my yoga journey that have, you know, I've encountered, that have, you know, been in a position, you know, ahead of me, higher than, higher than I've been in. You know what I'm saying? They've, they've put me in position, but once they realize I'm so dedicated and passionate about thorough, real yoga, they throw me shade. Like, and it's sad because, you know, I'm a real, I was Afrocentric. I've been Afro, I was raised Afrocentric, you know what I'm saying? With a love and appreciation and concern for my people. And it's like, like once you get to a certain point, the, 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 the ways of the country just start kicking in. And we just feel like we got to hold each other back. Or we feel like we got to, we got to clap so hard to our own personally crafted identities that we can't, understand that this is a us thing you know what i'm saying like seagull said it ain't a us or we or i'm a thing it's a good bad karma thing you know what i'm saying i'm not worried about no individual motherfucker out here except for my daughter you know what i'm saying even my parents i love them to death but at a certain point they they from a, a time and era where you know i'm not from so they don't have the same appreciation as the sensibilities of reality in the present time as i do you know what i'm saying like they got a, 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 a much more deeper well of wisdom to draw from and much more knowledge and understanding but they don't know what it's like out here teaching 20 classes a week on some yoga shit you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like they just don't and and i'm not hating but for the people who do have that understanding and that perspective you know it's sad that you know people let their ego and they own they own personal agendas and aspirations get into their own way like, I give, you know, I'm not even going to get deep in. I ain't going to call nobody name out, but I was dealing with this this situation. I was teaching a class. The boy hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, can you teach this class? Well, of course. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And as as the, the, the season progresses, you know, I get less and less access to my students. Mm -hmm. Boy, shut the Facebook page down so the teachers can't let students know nothing. Can't, ain't, nobody, can't nobody advertise what else they got going on. And mind you, this was advertised as part of the compensation for teaching. Like, yeah, you could come teach, but you also got this place where you can expand your own practice and make sure that, you know, you uh you know, you, you getting your name out there and all that. And so it's like the only reason you would even take those measures is if you feel like you getting overshadowed. But again with this being yoga, there's no place for the ego. Yeah, it ain't. But you know, again, you know, most people don't do yoga. Most of these yogis out here ain't doing yoga. They out here you know what I'm saying? Flexing for the gram. And like for real, for real, you know, full disclosure, there's bitches out here and whatever you doing. 
You know what I'm saying? And my mom called them petty tyrants. You know what I'm saying? They, when you on your job and you train, you doing, you booming, they come out of nowhere to try to just throw you off. It's like God saying if you really want to do this shit or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you about to go on a trip, you lose something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how bad do you really want to be on point to handle this shit? And, I mean, that shit hurt me. Like, it broke my heart because it was like this was a boy that I really looked up to. You know what I'm saying? First black boy I ever seen doing yoga, like, with my own two eyes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, it's heartbreaking that you would let your own personal pettiness get into a way of the next coming. That's what I'm saying. I'm up and, like, like you know what I'm saying, no ego. But they not doing it like me. And if I'm banging with you, then I'm putting you out here. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example. I'm the uh, senior national ambassador for Melanin and Yoga. It's a company based out of Virginia, you know, founded by two super dope yogis. And we've been, you know, just building. And it's and it's like, you know, we had an event, didn't really pan out the way we wanted it to. But that, that you know, like I said, I'm not here for the numbers. I'm not here for the shine or the accolades. But the fact that we can sit here and talk about what we want to get down with like people reached out to like a lot of people reached out to me after I made this one particular post about how it's hard you know what I'm saying dealing with the money that you get versus your dedication to the to the culture like I got like three four classes off of that post and it let me know like okay well I'm starting to get a voice out here so I got to be careful about stuff that I'm saying and not because, because I got a personal page, but that shit been in Facebook jail for like five months now. <laughs> <laughs> when, shit got, when shit started getting all racist and stuff, I get real black. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they just, they locked me down. I'm, I think they deactivated it. I don't think they're going to let me back. But, you know, so on my, on my my business page, you know, I'll be wanting to say stuff about certain stuff, but I'll be like, nah, it's not yoga. So I might say some shit, but then I'll delete it like five minutes later. And it's because I'm really focused on staying true to the game. And that's hard when... It's not really too many people out here like that. And it's even harder when the people that you do find is like that, they don't look like us. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's <laughs> one of the brothers, um, I ain't gonna say his name on the radio, but my man that, um, I met him at the Get Free Fest, me and my, uh, my baby mom teaches yoga too. And so we was teaching couples yoga at the, uh, the Get Free Fest. Um, shout out to Gene Jacques and Jasmine Burton. I met him there, and then he showed up at my community class at Tustin that I had Saturday mornings. And, you know what I'm saying, he was surprised that I remembered him. And I'm like, no, man, like, you know how many people tell me they come into class and actually come? That's important to me. That's more, you know what I'm saying, impactful to me than, you know, a room full of hundreds of motherfuckers. I don't care about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bring this yoga to us. Like, and not just us black folks, us human beings, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the one thing I do, like, really appreciate about the yoga. It takes it out of that whole, the ism. It ain't about racism or sexism or classism or none of that shit. If we on the mat, we on the mat. So we could rock out on a certain level, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you was doing before you got on the mat. I don't give a fuck what you about to go do when we get off the mat. But if we on this mat together, then you got a certain understanding about what's going down. And if you don't, well, you're going to either have more of an understanding by the time you leave or you're going to have a different perspective to compare it to at least. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to these cookie-cutter-ass, you know what I'm saying, franchise classes where they just sitting here giving you this fucking program that they had to memorize regardless of whether it's real or not, you can say, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? Is this motherfucker worrying about giving me a thorough yoga class or is this motherfucker worrying about sounding good and looking good you know what i'm saying like i always i always tell people like it's it's 
it's a difference between looking good and feeling good and being good. And a lot of these motherfuckers out here is the majority of people, period, we focus on looking good and feeling good. And what looks good and what feels good ordinarily isn't what's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like however it goes, jobs, uh, you know, interpersonal relationships, all that shit. If it looks good and it feels good, then it is to be evaluated whether it's really good for you. And it's deep because yoga is all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Once you get past them first, the the, the, the awkwardness of getting to the mat and, like, the understanding that, yeah, this shit is going to be uncomfortable until I start developing a more uh, established practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be sore. Like, when I started, I couldn't sit down. Like, when I was in my trance, shit was crazy, big homie. One of the wild, one of the most impactful stories on my journey. You can ask anybody I was trained with. You're going, man. 200 hour sitting down and I'm of course I'm the only black person in there and you know what I'm saying it was another dude you know what I'm saying shout out my man Nick Nick's Nick's a savage he's a savage old boy and so you know what I'm saying but they all sitting there cross-legged comfortable shit blah 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 yo I couldn't even do shit the, the Shiva Das my trainer he had to bring out a chair for me so I'm sitting here in a circle in a chair feeling like a whole dunce like you know what I'm saying like was, like real shit like everybody you know what I'm saying these, all these pretzel drawings and sit here I'm like in the chair with the fucking Kevin Hart salty face and shit. Salty as shit. But, like, and I couldn't touch my toes. I couldn't sit cross. I couldn't do shit. And, you know what I'm saying? I had been taking yoga, and I felt the changes, you know, happening. But as I felt the changes happening from taking the classes, I, I understood the changes and what they meant and how energetically it was playing, how the shit was playing out because of how I was trained. Like, like if, in terms of teaching yoga, your training is 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 it's kind of the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Your training in class, you could be a half-assed yoga teacher, but if you was trained well, it's gonna shine through. Like you and you could be a, a super serious, extra flexible, you know what I'm saying, dope, whatever, John. But if you was trained, you know what I'm saying, in a fucking in a, in a crackerjack box, like <laughs> you ain't gonna be shit. And I mean it's wild because, you know, it's 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 all contextual and it's it's nothing absolute. You know what I'm saying? I've met teachers that wasn't trained that was super dope. And I met teachers that was trained that was fucking shitty. And, you know, again, like I took so many classes early in my journey, I was able to discern the type of teacher I wanted to be. Like I had class with this black lady one time, black lady with gray dreadlocks. I ain't going to say her name. I don't know her name, but that's what it was, right? And she's taught so, so lewd and so, like, edgy and it was like 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 pseudo sexualized like I felt fucking violated you know what I'm saying like in the class and I was like yo I don't never want nobody to feel like that leaving my class mm -hmm. never and that shit left like a huge impact on me to the point where I don't do adjustments you know what I'm saying you could ask the hundreds of people that have been in my class and I ain't never touched nobody so when they look back in 20 years and try to fucking Bill Cosby me you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. it's like no he don't do that come at this nigga another way you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's, 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 it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? It holds, it holds a little bit back because I've been teaching so long. I could look at somebody and I know I could just like, you know what I'm saying? Spread their shoulder blades out to, to deepen the, the shoulders, settling down their back to open up, you know what I'm saying? Broaden and strengthen their, their scapula. Like I could, I could kind of like do it and know what I'm doing, but it's like, I can't, I can't run that risk. Like I'm black in America. You know what I'm saying? They gonna come for me eventually. So I got to, I got to really insulate 
And so it's, that's what I'm saying, that the, the game's within the games. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but the, the, yeah, in terms of being, like, authentic and true to the yoga, you really got to, you, you got to, you got to detach yourself from your expectations. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, you could think that your shit is going to go a certain way, but understand that it's probably not going to go that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, like, listen, before 2014, you know, excuse my language, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. You come at me with some yoga shit. Like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, get, get the fuck out of here. I'm in these streets, nigga. I'll blow your fucking head off. Like, but it, it just, you know what I'm saying? It's not who I was. That's why I had, I had conditioned myself to be. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we, we, we do these things to ourselves so we can live these lives that we think we need to live because we so wrapped up in the programming and conditioning that we've been receiving before we even knew what programming and conditioning was. Like you can see it now easy. These little kids out here, they brainwash before they even can spell brainwash. Like I teach in, a, um, in two public schools out here. I teach in two middle schools. And, you know, I teach in one in the south and one in the northeast. And... You know, the ones in the South, it's, it's a more controlled environment, so they have, you know, more structure, and they don't, you know what I'm saying? But in the Northeast, it's, it's they from such a wild element that, you know what I'm saying, it's not even really possible to bring it to them on a level of understanding outside of that structure. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I done had students in South you know what I'm saying? I had they people's on blow down. Yo, can we? You think you can work on my kid once the program's over? Da, da, da. That's cool. These kids up up there, like you know what I'm saying? They people's is base heads and and halls and you know what I'm saying? You walk to school, they like I walk from the L. I like walking around the area to see what type of trash the kids are saying. Fucking needles, condoms, all kinds of bags and caps and vials and shit. Like they see this shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they in it. They breathing this air, and so like. If I was out here trying to sell them some fucking half-ass yoga shit, they'd be able to smell that shit on me. Oh, this nigga, he out here trying to get a check. Oh, this nigga, he out here trying, you know what I'm saying, get on a podcast or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's, it's, it's a real difference. You know what I'm saying? I could really perceive the difference of people who really out here for the, for the yoga and people out here to look like they with the yoga. And I don't have no, no real tolerance for that shit. That's a weakness of mine. But I don't deal with the bullshit well. You know what I'm saying? Especially in these yoga streets. If you want some bullshit, it's like, all right. But don't engage me about this shit because I'm going to let you know you want some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It hurt people's feelings and it's yoga and all these fucking rainbows and unicorns ass motherfuckers. They getting their feelings all. I'm, all right, it's cool. They not grinding though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers. like I know maybe f- six professional yoga instructors that just teach yoga. I know hundreds of yogis. You know what I'm saying? I've had thousands of students at this point in time. And I only know about six people who do this shit and only do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. Everybody else got another job. And it's like they might be trying to transition. They might be trying to get But it's like I was blessed with the, the skill set and the lifetime experience and the dedication and the devotion and just the temperament that I was. Once I, I was like, I'm doing this yoga shit. I'm like, All right. And then the fucking doors just start opening. But it all it only came because I was true to the game, and like that's why they try to, that's why they stray away, that's why they cut it up. They cut it up because they can't deal with the raw. You know what I'm saying? How many people can really face themselves in the mirror? Pac said that shit. These motherfuckers is out here tripping because they can't look themselves in the mirror and keep it a bean. And I let you listen to Pac. 
That's what I saw on your profile. Oh yeah, Thug Life, baby, baby. Right, cause I saw you, cause you had Tupac. What pose was he in? Spod Masana. That's Lotus pose. Lotus pose. And it's interesting, cause that was the pose. Like there's a picture. My mom does yoga. She she started me doing yoga. And one of the first pictures I ever seen of somebody doing yoga was my mom and Lotus with this big afro, mm -hmm. just chilling. And I always wanted to get into that pose, but you know it seemed like. It was another universe. It was like a whole. It was in a whole another universe when I first started. It. But yeah, now I could bust that shit on both sides now. Like word. <laughs> and it's like it is really a testament. You know what I'm saying to that, to the journey. The journey is like the destination. You know what I'm saying. Like all the things you think about Tupac, whether you think about him before the Death Row, mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. Death Row, you know things that he stood for. Then you think about yoga, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's an interesting marriage. What about that connected you? I, well, I mean, I, well, I, you know, Pac has been, first, Biggie's the greatest in my opinion. Same here, I'll say that everybody. You know what I'm saying? Biggie yeah. Smalls is the greatest because it's like everything you need out of hip hop, you can find that shit and ready to die in life after death. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you, what you, what kind of feeling you going for, what kind of vibe, what kind of, Big did it. You know what I'm saying? I attribute that to, you know what I'm saying? Of course, he's from Brooklyn. But he got that Caribbean blood. You know, Caribbeans, they just make everything just dope. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Caribbeans just make everything seem cooler. And so the fact that he could, like, you know what I mean, use the the bop and they, and they just the rhythmic, melod the melodic, you know what I'm saying? I really always gravitated towards Big in terms of lyricism and delivery and content, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But Pac, Pac was the passion, you know what I'm saying? Pac was the, the, the unbridled, unadulterated Afrocentricity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 was who he was, regardless of that's his true nature or who he developed himself to be. You know what I'm saying? Like Digital Underground Pop was just as passionate as, you know what I'm saying, Death Row Pop. Mm -hmm. Now they was passionate about different things, but right. they was both just as passionate and I always identify with that passion. But until I found the yoga, I couldn't find nothing that I could really unleash that passion with. You know what I'm saying? You can't be passionate in the streets. You know what I'm saying? If you love the money, you're going to die. If you love the work, you're going to OD. If you love the bitches, you're going to get in a horrible situation one way or another. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you love, put too much love in a situation where it ain't love, it's going to bite you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? But this yoga is so, it's everything is love. You know what I'm saying? Everything about the yoga. It's nothing in the, the, the yoga. The only thing that the yoga do is make it better. Make everything better that you're trying to do. I don't give a mind, body, spirit. You fuck with the yoga, it's gonna make that shit better. And so once I realized that and found that, it, it, it let me reconnect to that that passion, you know, cause I was in the technique at the point, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew what to do to do what I was trying to do, but I knew that this wasn't what I wanted to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Once I found what I wanted to be doing, it was like, oh word, I'm going in. And, and you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the pop, that I really relate to is the whole philosophy, that whole thug life philosophy, the hate that you give little infants fucks everybody. And it's like, if you look at black people in our infancy, you know, we was brought over here by the slavers and all that shit, like we was given a lot of hate and we received nothing but hate for our entire existence. You know what I'm saying? Since we got off the boat to, you know what I'm saying? Obama, like, you know what I'm saying? Period, they hate black people in America. They love us, they love our culture, they love what we do. They love our dick. They love everything about it. They love ass. They love lips. They love color. They love everything about us, but they hate us, who we are, what we represent. You know what I'm saying? And it's that fear. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when you understand as a black person 
why they hate you, it's empowering. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's like, you know, my old head broke it down to me one time. Like, you know, if black folk wanted to, black men wanted to, we could wipe out the white gene in like two, three generations. White folks can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? We had if a black man had sex with a black woman. That's a black baby. I mean, with a white woman. That's a black baby. You know what I'm saying? If a white man had sex with a black woman, that's a black baby. You know what I'm saying? They can't do that. You know? And it's like, it's it's that that's why they go so hard trying to hold us down and, and make us think that we dumber and, and slower and, and less human than we are. That's why they that whole three fifths compromise shit rocked out the way it did because it's easy for them to come up with all of these sciences and reasons and explanations to how they're superior to us because they know that they're not. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you know, no ego, I kind of take that approach with the yoga. You know what I'm saying? When I step into a room, whether it's to take a class or to teach a class, it's all eyes on me. I'm probably the only black person there. I'm most likely the only black male that's ever been in that motherfucker. And I'm probably busting it out heavier than everybody in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a breath in here called the Ujjayi breath with the yoga. And that's when you... Like the Darth Vader kind of breath. And that mm. audio component to the breath brings a focus to your practice. And so when you start getting distracted by the, the, the fluctuations of the mind, it brings you back to that discipline and that place of presence. You know what I'm saying? That place of present awareness. And once you get there, it lets you get back. Like I give you an example. I almost died. Shout out to to to, to Yoga Joe, Josie Rosa Gatto. She she's a savage in these yoga streets. Like she, you know, what I'm saying she was early on my journey, but she teaches hot yoga as well. You know what I'm saying? Now I got you know my feelings about hot yoga, but it's like it's my homegirl. So you know, I'm take my homegirl class. And I almost died in that motherfucker. Jesus, I ain't gonna hold you. This, I almost died. This was like last week. I almost died in that motherfucker, dog. Like. I ain't had no water. I ain't want to interrupt the class and go get the wall. I almost pet. Like, you know how you get you so physically strained at the walls or your, your vision start closing in a little bit and it yeah. get fuzzy on the outside? I was there. Like, I was fucking woozy. It was, it was almost over. But I connected to that breath and it got me back. You know what I'm saying? It got me back to that place of, of, of sustainability and I was able to finish the class. Now, I was fucked up for a half hour afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't move, but I got through the class and... You know, I'm looking at the people in the class, and it's like, I'm hearing them breathe. And it's like, yo, these motherfuckers, a lot of these people is here really pushing themselves past the point. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, because I was, I, I got into the party life pretty heavy down south. And it was like, you know, I know being past the point, it's, no, it's, no, it's nothing good past the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't function past the point. And so, it was like, it got me thinking, you know, how many people are really you know, giving themselves what they need. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a difference between doing what you think you're supposed to be doing and giving yourself what you need. If you're not giving yourself what you need, you're drawing. And the only way you could give yourself what you need is by knowing yourself. Because if you out here trying to do all this shit, it's like, it's like people that kill me with their whole, they dieting and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You go through all this, you, you calculate all this shit about how many carbs you trying to eat and how many times you trying to eat. Well, do you know what you got going on in your body? Do you know really what you need or do you just read this shit and it sound good? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, like the, what's, what's the ball? Jay and Smith, I don't know what track it is. He on some track with the ball, Childish Gambino. And he say like, do you like that shit that you like? Do you really like that shit? 
And it's like to take that personal assessment, you know, it's 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 really the the, the whole point of this yoga shit. You know what I'm saying? You do all these poses and all that shit to be able to find a, a steadum sukum asana, firm, stable, comfortable seat. So you sit there and think, and then not think, and then just let the thoughts come through. And so you could tap into that energy of your own mental rhythm and, and get that, that knowledge that you that, that's going to come that you can't get without cooling the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, that place, bringing it back to your question, you know what I'm saying? When, whenever I would see people interact with pot or hear people talk about pot, you know what I'm saying? The, one of the main things they, they called it was authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of how you felt about him or what he was doing or what he was talking about, none of that shit, you knew that the nigga was coming from a place of authenticity. And that's what I want them to talk. That's how I want them to talk about me and this yoga shit. Yeah, oh, he was overzealous. Oh, he was profane. He was intolerant. He was all this shit. But was the nigga real? You know what I'm saying? He keep it a bean with this yoga shit. And they ain't going to have no choice but to say, yeah. Because that's how I carry it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at my profile, like, I got, you know what I'm saying? I think I got like 300 something Savasana selfies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where they just at the class, I'll snap my little shot. You don't see no pictures of me doing yoga. And any picture you do see of me doing yoga, another motherfucker took it. I didn't set that shit up because I'm not setting pictures up for me taking yoga. I'm doing fucking yoga. Niggas want to flick flicks, cool. That's on them. But I'm not worried about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking pictures of people in poses. I'm not trying to explain. No, doing this fucking yoga. If you want to do this yoga, let's rock out. Otherwise, take that shit to the ground. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's like and that's why yeah, that's how I connected because it, it allowed me to really tap into that whole the, the 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 energy, the authenticity. You know what I'm saying? When you really out here doing what you're doing, you could be about that shit. You know what I'm saying? These 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 motherfuckers that's like I give example these free meat niggas, right? Mm. I ain't gonna get on my my opinion about that shit, but there's people out there. Because some of them really, you know, think that the situation he in is fucked up. But then there's other people out there just dick eating. And, you know, we from Philly. We from a city of dick eats. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's like, I ain't never met no, like, city, Philly's got, it's like, it's just a culture of dick eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga button his shit all the way up to the top. The whole fucking West Philly button his whole shit up to the top. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Philly is a, a city of dick eating. And so I look at that. But then I look at the people that come out of Philly, like any any industry or any, you know what I'm saying, thing that is really going on, Philly got somebody at the top. You know what I'm saying? You wanna talk music? You know what I'm saying? We got the we got all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You wanna talk uh science. You know what I'm saying? You Penn just did the whole fucking cancer research. Thing. You know what I'm saying? We all Philly always at the forefront of whatever the fuck we doing. If it's something to be done and somebody in Philly doing it, they at the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith, Black Thought, fucking Bill Cosby, goddamn, what's the book? Keon Buford. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always like all across the board throughout fucking history. You know what I'm saying? I just found out C. Dolores Tucker was from Philly. You know what I'm saying? And it, it don't even really matter what you look at. We got somebody at the top. And, and since that's the case, and I did decide to do this yoga shit, well, I got to do it to the max. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's in the blood, essentially. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's part of the city. Like, I represent my city. And so I could either be a dicky or I could be the most thorough boy out here. And that was an easy choice for me. You know what I'm saying? Last thing about pop, from the Thug Life School of Thought, you got nigga. 
You know what I'm saying? Never ignorant getting goals accomplished. It's an acronym. And so, you know, once I get enough, I guess, notoriety for a lack of a better word, I can start talking about black shit again. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm, I'm you know, it's all yoga, you know, I'm a stabilizer, blah. But, you know, we need this shit. You know what I'm saying? Stress kill black folks every day, all day. Hundreds of niggas all over the country just drop dead, fuck it. Just stressed out. And it's like we don't address that shit. It's not only historical trauma and all of the shit that we've been through as a people, but the shit that we go through every day and the shit that we put ourselves through. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like everybody is a nigga. Everybody ignorant to something. Nobody knows everything. And so when you look at it like that, and then you flip it to never to being never ignorant, getting goals accomplished, it's like my goal was to be the most thorough nigga out here in these yoga streets. Now, it wasn't because of the shit that's going to come for that, but it's just because that's who I am. And when my daughter looked back on her dad legacy, that's what I want her to see. Oh, yeah, he, he was just out here in these yoga streets fucking balling. And it's like, yeah, it's undeniable. And when you carry it like that, when you carry it with the 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 the, the thug life principles and the, the 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 nigga mentality, the acronym, not the actual ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it really it creates a like I said, authenticity, man. You can't you can't really there's no substitution for that shit. There's no substitution for timing and experience and there's no substitution for sincerity. That's what my time down south sought me, you know what I'm saying? Like up north, it's about your check. About how much money you got, how many resources you got access to. When you go down south, it's about the character and the content of who the fuck you are. That's why they could have their little bar fights and then, you know what I mean, drink and be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, up here, you get into a fucking bar fight, they got shit to spot down. Because we not having that shit. I'm going to shoot everybody in this motherfucking spot. <laughs> like, down south, it's like, oh, this is my cousin. Yeah, we going to fight, but then we going to have this drink and then go back to being chill. And it's just, it ain't good or bad, but it's important to understand that, you know, who you are is what counts, not what you got. And you know what I'm saying? Pac really, he explained that shit to me through his music and through how he lived. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he really seemed to have that understanding that that dedication and devotion and authenticity is, is, is no substitution for that. You know what I'm saying? There we go. So, of course, I know I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this, my brother. Are your chakras aligned, my brother? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. My shit's spinning all out of control, big homie. I ain't gonna, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one of these boys. I don't do yoga because I'm that type of boy. I do yoga to try not to step the fuck out. Like, I be wanting to, listen, the streets be calling me. You know what I'm saying? My old life be calling me. Like, like all that shit be calling me every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's a literal, like, like it's a, it's a draw. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, and it's drawing, but I be drawn to it. But, you know, it don't, it ain't, yoga is a, it's a cure-all, but it ain't the cure. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, it's the, it's the, it give you that awareness to, to see what's up with you, but it don't fix you. Like, knowing some shit don't mean that you're doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, my, my meditation practice is in the fucking toilet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been trying to establish that harder. I, my personal practice is, is hit. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been teaching so much. And, and that's not a good look. And I recognize that. And I recognize how when I don't practice, it puts me in a mood where I'm not handling the rest of my shit efficiently. You know what I'm saying? And so 
No, my chakras is, I ain't going to say they all fucked up, but it's definitely, no, fuck no. It's, I mean, and it ain't no, like I said, the journey is the destination. It ain't about, you know, nobody's running on all six cylinders. Ain't nobody's chakras totally aligned. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, ain't nobody's perfect. You know what I'm saying nobody's perfect, but that don't mean we can't strive for perfection. That don't mean the, the, the pursuit of perfection is what's what's the word futile. It ain't futile. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be perfect is perfect in and of itself. I was typing up my notes yesterday, and it said any approach that you make towards God is a righteous approach. So instead of wasting time sitting here trying to figure out the best approach, just approach. You know what I'm saying? If, if 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 going to church is how you do it, cool, go to church. If going to the mosque is how you go to the mosque. If sitting in a fucking quiet room, it, go, go sit in your quiet But you got to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I can know all of the yoga shit in the world, but unless I'm actually applying that shit to myself, then it's, it's, it's hollow. Like, I've been going through my difficult times and shit, and, you know, I've, I done dumped on my students a couple times, and I had to sit back and be like, well, did I just do that from a place of, you know, personal need, or did I do that because I thought that was what's best for the class? And sometimes you don't get a clear answer, and you got to live with that shit. But like I said, the, the awareness is key. You know what I'm saying? Once you you start dealing with the shit, then you could deal with the shit. But if you sit here and keep sweeping the shit under the rug, or like our favorite line, I'm all right. No, we not fucking all right. We hit. You know what I'm saying? But it's just so deep, I can't get into you right now. I can't get into it with you right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but not yoga give you that place to be like, no, I'm not all right. So what the fuck is wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, and not just going and smoking that shit away and not just going and fucking that shit away and not just going and, you know what I'm saying, distracting myself from the issues or watering that shit down. But like, look, this is what it is. You deal with this shit, acknowledge it, accept it, and then move the fuck on. And that's and that's that's what it give you. It give you the that spiritual armor to deal with the bullshit. Because it's easy to it's easy to say, Oh yeah, that's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. point that shit out and then turn the other way. But looking at it and then dealing with it, especially when it's in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, that, no, my chakras, is, them shits is, they ain't gonna say they crooked. They definitely spinning a little different. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, with the chakras, you know, for our listeners, it's, it's, it's seven chakras. It's actually a bunch of fucking chakras, but it's seven basic chakras that they, you're gonna encounter on a yogic journey. The root chakra at the base of the spine, the muladhara, the sacral chakra, three fingers below the navel, the svadhisthana, the power chakra at your solar plexus, the manipura, the heart chakra, the anahata chakra, the throat chakra, the vishuddhi chakra, your third eye chakra, the anja chakra, and then your crown chakra, the shasharada chakra. Now, each one of them joints got a certain set of characteristics, or and it, and it spins at a certain frequency, you know. And it's like, and it's it's wild because you like the more you expand your knowledge base the more parallels you could draw so i'm to the point where i recognize that you know the seven notes or not seven notes the seven chakras can be they uh, the notes music can be applied to it too so it goes c d e f g a b you know what i'm saying so those are the seven notes like and if you you chant you know what i'm saying like a mantra at that key then you working on that chakra or if you if you you know it's it's red Orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo-ish, and, you know, pure light, whatever that looks like to you. Well, if you focus on that color, well, you can work on that chakra. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's, it's a bija mantra. It's a one-word mantra. Lam, bam, ram, yam, ham, om, and om. 
And if you chant that, thinking about that color, you know what I'm saying? Like, at this tone, well, now you're working on it from three different angles. And that's the type of shit, like, that where I say awareness really helps you. Because if I don't feel like chanting today, well, I could just sit and close my eyes and think about the color that I think I'm fucking up on. You know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, I notice a lot of, a lot of, of, you know what I'm saying, congestion between my second and third chakras. Now, they say that all of existence is caught up in the first three chakras. Anything that exists is dealing with, because the first one is survival and grounding. The second one is balance. The third one is like drive and ambition and motivation. The fourth one is gratitude and compassion and shit like that. The fifth one is self-expression and uniqueness. The sixth one is intuition and, and anticipation and faith. And the third one, the, the last one is, you know, divinity. Whatever concept you got or the universal oneness that connects us all, blah, blah, blah. So whichever, wherever you're feeling weak, you know what I'm saying? I find myself a lot of times staying balanced is hard for me. You know what I'm saying? Like something will happen. Like I had a rough morning this morning because of some dumb shit. And that, you know what I'm saying? I felt so throwed off. Like it was just throw my whole morning off. Now that's not a balanced reaction. And so I look at that and it's like, well, why was I out of balance? You know what I'm saying? I think I was out of balance because... I didn't set up my night to have a productive morning. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, oh, they did this and that shit just fucked me up and blah, blah, blah. It's, 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 it's more of a, instead of looking at the problem, you look at what caused the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even in medicine, like, like medicinally over here in Western civilization, it's like a militarized mentality. Let's find the germs or the, the problem and attack that shit. Let's cut the shit out whatever, whatever, burn the shit, whatever, whatever. Whereas with the yoga, it's like, well, okay, well, why is this particular problem popping up in this particular person? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck are they doing in their life that makes them, you know, that makes their energy manifest this injury? So I'll give you an example. We carry a lot of emotion in our hips and shit. Now, you know, most dudes that pop up on the mat got tight hips because we're conditioned to keep our emotions internalized we're not conditioned to be emotionally expressive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so when you start loosening people's hips up motherfuckers start crying you know what i'm saying myself included i've been in classes where it's like i just came out and i was just so overwhelmed with emotion and niggas just start crying like i don't know what the fuck is wrong but it's just it's such a powerful experience and it's so unfamiliar but it's so legitimate you know what i'm saying it's so real that it take you to a place where you just overwhelmed emotionally and and if we recognize that as weakness, then we don't go there. And so we remain weak for real. And 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 that 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 awareness that comes from the yogic practices is really the difference. And everybody do yoga. It's just a matter of whether or not you know you do yoga. Everybody got something where they can go into the zone where you can feel your heartbeat, where you're so connected that it feel like time stops, where it's like everybody has these experiences doing different shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like once you understand why you're having these experiences or why it takes this type of activity to produce those type of experiences, you leave yourself in the dark with yourself at a certain point. Like, for example, I used to think, you know, smoking an L and having sex was like my my release, you know what I'm saying? I thought that was like really just a way for me to calm down. But as my circumstances changed, I noticed that, you know, that was having a, a, a weaker and weaker effect. Like it would take more bud 
and it would take stronger drugs, and it would take more women, it would take more times a day, you know what I'm saying? It would be like, it, it became an insatiable thing because I was looking for a peace in a place of no peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, until you try to go to that place of peace to get that peace, you're going to sit here and you're pouring water into a cup with holes in it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're going, it's going to need more water and more water, and eventually it's still, you're going to have an empty-ass cup. But until you look at the cup and look at why, damn, why I got these holes in the cup? Is these new holes or these old holes? Did I poke these holes? Who poked these holes? How can I cover these fucking holes up? How can I cover these holes up in a way where the water is going to stop coming out the cup? You know what I'm saying? It's like that's that's the awareness because everybody thinks different. Everybody relates to everything different. So until you really know yourself and come to that place of awareness, inner awareness, you know what I'm saying? Like it's easy to know what your fucking favorite color or your, to, to put on your clothes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? How many times, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to, to look good mm-hmm. or feel good, but what the fuck does it take for you to be good? You know what I'm saying? And that's that's really, you know, with the chakras and shit. Like, that's that that's just another tool to bring you into that awareness. Yeah, yeah I talked this yoga shit all day, man. You yeah. got the right one. I told Facts. you, cuz. <laughs> I told Facts. you. Facts. So, so let's bring it down to this point here, right? Kind of like, kind of like the grand finale, I would say, because mm-hmm. you mentioned all the things, the experiences of yoga, mm-hmm. things you learned, and all of its effects for your life. Mm-hmm. If someone was to walk up to you and they say, "Look, man, my life is in the shitter right now. I'm going through all this," you know, people have family issues. Mm-hmm. People have personal health issues, and someone may ask you, say, yo, Big Mala, how could yoga save? What would you say to them? I mean, the practice, you know what I'm saying? It's really just, it's really, it's gonna save you by letting you know who you are. You know what I mean? Like that's, and that's really the best answer. I feel like I could get to that question because, you know, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Even if I know you, I don't know you. And so because I don't know you, for me to be so presumptuous, to think that I could tell you, oh, go, you know what I'm saying, stand in Vrikshasana on your right side for two minutes and, you know what I'm saying, chant this Kali mantra. I mean, I could do some shit like that. And because I was trained how I was trained and I had the experiences that I have, I might even be right. But in my opinion, that's not necessarily what's best for you. What's best for you is to check out this yoga, see what talks to you, and then start from there. You know what I'm saying? Some people, like I got a homie, he came through the door of meditation. He ain't really do no kind of physical nothing, but he just sat there an hour or two and just, you know what I'm saying, let it just just wash your brain out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's some people, they need to really get on the mat and really start, you know, moving around and bringing that mobility into their body. Some people some people need to just to just stop. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of the problems that I've found personally that the yoga has shown me is shit that I put on myself or ways that I feel about shit that's just out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like this morning, I was mad as shit. You know what I'm saying? But for all intents and purposes, I didn't necessarily need to be that mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I coulda, I ain't gonna say I coulda, cause I'm not gonna, you know, that's, that's speculation, but I recognized that I was more upset than the situation warranted. Now that's not taking away any legitimacy from my feelings, but it's like, when you take it from the perspective of what's best for the overall, that that's different than what's best for you or what's best for me 
or what's best for us or what's best for this situation that we in right now. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really believe that we was all put here for whatever purpose, then it should be about fulfilling that purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example. They say in the yoga that whatever your last thoughts is on your mind when you die, that's how you come back. So that's why they always chanting and shit because they chanting to God. So when they die, they're not trying to come back. Like, it's a whole sect of these yoga people, the Hare Krishnas. They run around Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And they say that shit all day, every day, run around spinning, butt-ass nigga, just chilling. Because it is said in certain, you know what I mean, texts that because of the type of times that we living in, that's the way to not come back. You just chant Hare Krishna, that mantra, and then you just keep thinking about that shit so when you die, you're going to come back on some, you know, closer to God type shit. And and it's, it's, it's funny because, like, you know, they start talking, they talk, they talk about, you know, you come into the yoga, this shit get real metaphysical at a certain point. And you start talking about different lives and shit, right? Well, you know, I was, I was given the, the, the understanding that, you know, when you was in your, 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 your mom, for them nine months, that was a life. That life ended, began once the sperm hit the egg, and it ended once you popped out the cooch. Like, that's how it ended. That was that life. That was your prenatal life. And then, you know, one the fucking whatever the fuck before you started talking, that was another life. And then, you know, you went to school. Well, then you got your grade school life. And then you went to college, and you got your whole other life. And so you could look at just phases of the human development as a whole entire different lives. Like, before I found this yoga, I was living an entirely different life. You know what I'm saying? And it ended by me finding this yoga. And it began for whatever reason it began. And so when we look at our different lives, you know, you start noticing energetic patterns. And those energetic patterns are called samskaras. You know what I'm saying? And so samskaras and karma, they follow you throughout these lives until you deal with this energy. So I'll give you an example. If, you know, you got a girlfriend or whatever, and, you know, you had different girlfriends at all these different phases in your life or whatever, well, if you're cursing these chicks out because you get upset, well, it might not matter what you got upset about, but you could look at the pattern like, damn, I keep cursing these drones out, and I be drawing. Like, it don't even matter what I'm doing. So then you deal with the, the, the energetic source of the issue you know what i'm saying or like you know chicks say you know when when when, when you meet a, a niggas ain't shit drawn right once you meet her it's like you look at her and if you get her to talk about her different relationships you'll be able to draw that pattern like oh she keep you know what i'm saying she she keep cheating or maybe she keep you know what i'm saying like focusing on their pockets or what like it's easy like when we take that time to look at the whole entirety of things you know it gives us that perspective that awareness it all really comes back to perspective and awareness and once we have that perspective and awareness we can correct our actions so in our next round of karma we don't have to deal with the same shit that we've been dealing with because now we dealt with it like they always say you come back to some shit until you deal with it until it until it's you know what i'm saying like it's not gonna go away until you you deal with it and yoga really is dealing with it. it is the dealing with it yoga is the sanskrit word for unite so not only are you uniting your mind, body, and spirit, but you're uniting, you know, the nurtured version of yourself with your true nature. 
Like all of the shit we done did to get to this point that took us away from who we really are, yoga brings you back to that. So some people need to move more. Some people need to move less. Some people need to talk more. Some people need to talk less. Some people need to do more. Some people need to do less. And so like this person, you know, Joe Blow coming up to me like, yo, how can this yoga save my life by doing it? I'm saying like that's how that's the answer I could give you and like now how to do yoga now we could get busy right you know what I'm saying but how can this yoga help me by fucking doing it wow let me tell you something this entire conversation has taught me a lot um also side note I remember like doing the Baltimore Avenue dollar stroll mm -hmm. I ran into two young ladies they were like hey we're selling a book Five bucks is for uh, they have a, um, a yoga studio down the way, down like in um, I want to say Northern Liberties, the Fish Town. Fish talking about, you talking about the Mantra Lounge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book they gave that's me. the Hari Krishna boys. They Hari Krishnas. Exactly. Like I found out because my home, uh, my homegirl Heather. Shout out to Heather Sizemore. Um, yeah, Heather Sizemore. She uh, she teaches, or not? I don't know if she teaches, but she takes my uh, Wednesday class a lot. Yeah, you're going, man. Yeah, Heather Sizemore, she she's thorough out here in these yoga streets. Real thorough. Real she, thorough. She's the one who told me that the book they gave me, they gave me um, their version of the the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Yeah, he wrote that joint. Yeah, and I found out that was like the Hare Krishna version of that. Boom. Now that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Nah, but that book, like, let me take it. Let me take it. Yeah, if y'all listening, you want to get on your yoga and really know what it's about, go read the Bhagavad Gita. Go check him out. Yes, because I, I got it um, in my collection. I got to get to it, hopefully over uh, the break I get from work, some time to myself. But before we end this, I want you to get into your mantra and what it means. Which one? You, oh, this, John? Oh. Yeah, one I try to pronounce All right, it's, off it's, camera. Om, Shreem, Reem, Clean, Glam, Gam, Ganapataye, Swaha. And so the first time I was exposed to that mantra was at Yoga on Main. And so Ganesh is the deity that you invoke when you're trying to begin something. And he come up in a whole bunch of different, he's a, a legwa in the, uh, the Yoruba tradition. And so it's, yeah. I, and I did my research on that too. Like all of the deities across the board, they line up. You know what I'm saying? Like this does this, this is the opener, this is the, you know, the, the, the feminine goddess or whatever. Like it's, it's, they all line up, you know what I'm saying? And so when you're dealing with Ganesh and when you're trying to start something, I was really, attracted to Ganesh because you know I was really entering the yoga journey like it was I was beginning it and so this I, I believe the first time I heard it was in yoga on main but it was it really attached itself to me when we graduated from our 200 hour we went out to one of our instructors classes and he, classes out to his house and he got this dope house like in East Bubble PA like mm -hmm by the creek and it's quiet and you know what I'm saying no cell phone service nothing it's like really like an ashram kind of and so you know the the fire ceremony is called a puja and so you know you say something and then you throw something in the fire to offer it namaha means I honor and swaha means I offer so om shreem reem clean glam gana om shreem reem clean glam gam ganapataye swaha that means you know, each one of those words means something different. But when you hear Ganapate, Ganapati is another name for Ganesh. And that name specifically means the reservoir of wisdom. So, you know, you'll see Ganesh, he got the elephant head. One of his tusks is broke off. 
and that broken tusk he used to write down all of the notes that he's taking from the ball who's Viasa is who wrote the all of the stuff anyway you know we was doing that and we was making those offerings into the fire like I really felt it like I really felt like look Ganesh like I'm throwing this dirt and leaves into this fire so you can really understand I'm trying to really 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 boom out here in these yoga streets I'm really trying trying to take this shit to the max and like I did that shit and from then on I've been taking that shit to the max and it's like I I, I stick with it and Ganesh got a bunch of his um Om Gam Ganapataye Nama Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha Om Shreem Reem Clean Gam Gam Ganapataye Swaha Om Shri Maha Ganapataye Swaha and you know what I'm saying? It's, it's infinite. It really is. Because you really can make up your own mantras if you know enough Sanskrit. But that one right there, the long one, and then the short one, those really kind of, that's my go-to. If I'm trying to crack open a big door, it's Om Shreem Ring Clean Glam Gam Ganapataye Swaha. If I'm trying to do a little something, Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha. You know what I'm saying? If I'm trying to, like, and I got a bunch of them. I don't know how deep you want me to go, but... Go ahead, do you think, Listen, man? so for my for the chakras, yeah. I do the Bija mantras. Lam, bam, ram, yam, ham, om, om. For the the major, the, the, the top dog of the mantras is the Gayatri mantra. Om, bu, rabu, va, swaha, tat, savitor, varne, ambar, go, devas, yadi, madi, di, yo, yo, na, prachodayat. That's supposed to be... In the Gita, they say, look... In the Gita is, is is Krishna talking to this boy Arjuna. He just be in his chariot. He just ride. He like driving this boy Arjuna around. And Arjuna about to have this big civil war. And he stopped in the middle of it. Like, man, I'm not trying to do this shit, dog. This is my fucking people's. Like, and Krishna was God. He he like, you know, driving him around like nigga, you tripping, dog. Like, look, it's all played out anyway. So just rock out. And then he just start, you know, telling him about himself and telling him how, you know, it's all kind of preordained. And he was like, you know, of the mantras, I am the the, the Gayatri. You know what I'm saying? So it's like anything he lamed in that shit, that was the top dog. So when it's like really some major shit going on, it's the Gayatri mantra. Um, when I was taught, one of my, uh, Balarama Chandra died. Shout out to Boaz Ramos. He uh, he came and gave us this Ayurvedic Thai massage uh, session. And he gave gave us the Don Wantari mantra. Namami Don Wantari Mari Devam Sura Sura Vandita Para Padma now that i don't really know what it means i ain't gonna hold you up i ain't, i don't really know like verbatim you know i know what a couple of those words mean you know what i'm saying surah surir that's uh demons and and angels uh you know what i'm saying padma like pada is foot you know what i'm saying and it's like and basically it's just saying you know look out with that kind of energy you know what i'm saying and 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 that's the cool thing i like about the mantras like you really, really can do immediate work with the mantras. Like, if my hand is fucked up, right? My left hand is fucked up. And say it's cold, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I could say, Om, Ida, Hasta, Agni, Namaha. Right? And I just made up, made that shit up completely. But I know what all those Sanskrit words mean. Hasta means hand. Om is, you know, the universal, like the, the what you say for all of the mantras pretty much. Uh... Agni is heat, you know what I'm saying? It's that inner fire. Uh, Ida is the left side, you know what I'm saying? And it's like once you, it, it once you, you, you know what you're doing, you could really just do more, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, but yeah, Ganesh, that's my dude. He been looking out when shit. I need some op- shit open. I'd be like, look, Ganesh, come on. And the one you hear a lot, you hear like Om Namah Shivaya, 
right? That's that's a Shiva mantra, mm-hmm. and you'll hear um, like and that's and is is it, it gets muddy because you know not muddy but it gets confused a little bit because it's Sanskrit and then you got Hindi, and they real close. So you'll hear, you know, uh, what's what's the the, the Tina Turner joint? Nam yo ho yo nam yo ho You know what I'm saying? That's a real popular joint. And so it's all, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all God. You know what I'm saying? It's all different names for God, different aspects of God. Shiva, Brahma, Vishnu, uh, Kali, fucking Dorga, Saraswati, Paravati. All these, all these, the deities, blah, 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 they all different expressions of God. You know what I'm saying? Just like people, everybody is a different expression of this life that we all live in. You know what I'm saying? You got your experience, I got my experiences. You got your perspective, I got my perspective. But we all sit here on the same boat. And it's like once you kind of deal with it like that, it just lets you know where you need to flex and ease up a little bit. And so, yeah, the, 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 but the, the Ganesh mantras have really, they played a part in my training. And that training led me to, you know, having this conversation with you and being on the podcast. And that's why I like, I'm, I, I'll put that at the end of whatever I said to you, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put this job because he's going to pick me. If he pick me, you know what I'm saying, let's put this, let's put this sauce on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the sauce. Like, you say what you got to say, and I do that all the time. I say what I got to say, and I say a little mantra at the end because I really want to put the energy that way. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm not feeling like my godly self and shit, I want God to know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm really out here trying to do this for you, like trying to do this with the tools that you gave me in your name. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of how I fall off and, you know, I, I manifest imperfected, like it's, it's, I'm really out here trying to live righteous and do this shit from the muscle and stay true to the game. I think that's gonna be like a phrase that's gonna be used. True to the game. Bring it back. True Bring it the back. Game. Cause they frauding out Full. here in these yoga streets, man. Full circle. And y'all gonna have to deal with me, cause I'm coming. I'm not gonna stop. I'm out here balling with this yoga. And eventually, if you frauding, you gonna be in the way. So go read a book, man. Go get that, go pick up that Gita. I'm telling you, cause I'm coming. Big Molly Namaskar not playing. So let them know where they can find you. Man, listen. Ugh, Mondays, I'm in. Mondays, if you want to come check me, uh, two classes back-to-back, Raja Yoga and Meditation Center, 20th and Fitzwater. Uh, 6 to 7.15 is the intermediate vinyasa, and 7.30 to 8.45 is the slow-flow vinyasa. Tuesday, come check me out at Western Fitness, 1835 Market Street. It's the gym on the second floor. And then I'm shooting down to South Philly, Shot Tower Rec Center on second, on Carpenter between second and front. Uh, Wednesday, come check me out at Yoga on Main, uh, 11 a, uh, 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. And then Deanna Yoga, uh, what's that, 16th and Walnut, 2.30 to... Oh no, two fifteen, two one five to to three fifteen. Thursday, um, if you want to check out the University of Pennsylvania, you can check out my Aquafit class seven in the morning. Then I shoot up the Yoga on Main for the ten to eleven thirty. Then I shoot down the University of the Sciences for the five to six, and then I shoot up to Andorra for um the summit. You kind of can't really get into that. You want a personal class? It's like for the patrons, but either way. Uh, what's that? Thursday, Friday is Daddy Daughter Day. Shut it down. Saturday, uh, seven thirty a.m. at Diana, sixteenth and Walnut. 
uh, 10, or I'm not 10, 11 to 12.30, Tustin Recreation Center, 60th in Columbia, across the street from Overbrook High School. And I shoot back down to University of Sciences for 2.30 to 3.30. Sunday, uh, University of Pennsylvania, 4 to 5 for the yoga, and then 5 to 5.30 for the meditation. And that's where he's going right after this. Yeah, right now I'm on my way to go teach at UPenn. Oh, and if you want your kids involved, uh, in January at Mainline Yoga Shala, we starting a seven-week program. Uh, you know, it's, it's going down with these kids. with this, And then in the summertime, it's, when the parks start back up, it's really going to be bananas. So, But, yeah, I'm grinding for now. But, this, you know, come get me while I'm teaching these classes because soon there's going to be workshops and retreats and all that stuff, and then I'm going to be in my bag and, you know what I'm saying? But right now I'm in the city. I'm out here grinding in these yoga streets, raising my daughter. Just staying true to the game. Stay true to the game. I'm tell you right now, brother, I'm very happy to have you on the show today. I'm blessed, man. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Hey, man, it's, it's an honor on my side, man, because there's so much I wanted to know. Because, you know, for me, like, you know, of course, I'm, I'm out here too, man. Mm -hmm. I think I got the nine to five. But outside of that, you know, I'm, just, I'm out here in the world, but at the same time, I'm trying to keep a good connection to me and to the higher source, you know? Ain't nothing else more important, and that's all right. we could do. If you ever need, you don't even for a show, if you want, you know what I'm saying, clap, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anything, yogic, health, wellness, holler at me. That's a bet. I'm saying for real. That's a bet. Because, I, cause again, man, you taught me a lot today, and I hope the listeners learn a thing or two, too, not just about yoga, but about life and the fact that what I thought was very, very interesting is the point that you come from a background that's different from yoga, mm -hmm. but the transition was seamless, you know? Seamless, that's a powerful word, seamless. It was just, I mean, when something's supposed to happen, it's just supposed to happen. It's you know organic, what I'm exactly. Yeah, it's or, yeah, organic more than seamless, because it damn sure was. There's a lot of, a lot of bumps in the road. You know? And honestly, you know, let me set the record straight, like, my parents is together. They've been together for, you know what I'm saying, damn near 40 years. You know what I'm saying? They raised me. They did their thing. They put me in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was in college. Like, like don't don't get it twisted. I went left, you know what I'm saying, on my own. Not because, you know, I grew up in the projects and my mom was a crackhead. Nothing, it was nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? My mom is a dancer. My pops is a photographer. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't like, you know, it ain't like Barishna Coffer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, but they, 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 you know what I'm saying? They definitely been places with they art and they raised me, you know, valuing experiences more than material things. Right. And so like their upbringing is really the core of what got me through going left and being in the streets. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? I made it out, blah, 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 because in spite of them, like, you know what I'm saying? I was raised right and I just did a bunch of dumb shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that, 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 me going out and doing the dumb shit was because I didn't feel fulfilled because I didn't I felt lost on the inside mm -hmm. and so I didn't find that that way until I found the yoga and then once I found the yoga I was able to to appreciate the upbringing that I had and try to you know what I'm saying bring that health and wellness to the forefront of my personality so it's like don't think I'm out here on some you know like like made it out of the mud type shit i made it out of the mud but i jumped in the fucking mud myself too you know what i'm saying i right. always want to i don't want to i don't want to never get that part of the story twisted you know what i'm saying like everything was cool until it wasn't cool and then i had to recalibrate you know what i'm saying now i'm trying to be a father to my daughter 
you know what I'm saying? I'm reaching out to my parents and trying to, you know, strengthen that connection and that holistic, like the whole story be important. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people, they get wrapped up in the, the exciting parts about the shit. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? You really got to be true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just as important as being true to the game. Like, it's all one and the same. It is. It really is. Big Mala. Thank you very much, brother. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, man. All day. No doubt. This has been another episode of the Fly Dial Podcast. And oh, last thing, my fault, my fault. Check me out. Facebook, Big Mile and Namaskar. Uh, Instagram, thugyogi.215. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I got nothing else. I don't know. If you want Venmo, Venmo me some bread, I'm on that joint. I don't know how you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Just, yeah, holla at me. How do you spell your name for the Facebook cast? Oh, B-I-G-M-A-L-A-N-A-M-A-S-K-A-R. There we go. People are like, oh, snap. Uh, what did you say? Was there a Z in that? Ain't nah. no other big milers out there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's On Facebook or in these yoga streets. It's just me. Indeed. Namaste all day. That's how we're going to end this one. Namaste all day. Boom.